It's a great day in Tarpon Springs, and welcome to the Tarpon Springs app. This podcast is brought to you by the Tarpon Springs app that you can download in the App Store and Google Play. Just simply type in Tarpon Springs and download the app. So let's get to the show this morning. Let's hear a word from our sponsor, and we'll get this show started. Thank you. Lovecraft Spirits, come visit us at Tarpon Springs Distillery at 605 North Pinellas Avenue. Tours and tastings are complimentary, and we're open at 2 to 6 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Sunday, and from 2 to 8 p.m. on Friday and Saturday. Welcome back to the show. This week, we're going to go back in time. We're going to go back to 1953. And if a lot of you didn't know, there was a movie filmed here in 1953 called Beneath the Twelve Mile Reef. It was a film done by 20th Century Fox. uh, And it was actually filmed on location here in Tarpon Springs. So in the spring of 1953, Hollywood discovered Tarpon Springs and filmed on location with its new Cinescope widescreen process. This was attempting to lure Americans from their living rooms where they watched the modern technology of television back to the theaters. The film industry developed new film technology such as 3D and the widescreen process. There had only been two, two movies that had been filmed in this process, which was The Robe and How to Marry a Millionaire. So Hollywood came to Tarpon Springs to film the Beneath the Twelve Mile Reef, a technicolor adventure film about sponge diving was directed by Robert D. Webb with a screenplay by A.I. Bezerides. It is the third motion picture produced in the studio's new widescreen. The plot detailed later involves a romance, a battle between a man and the sea, and rivalries between Greek sponge divers in Tarpon Springs and hook spongers in Key West. With a story specifically related to the city's sponge industry, it was natural for the studio to film on location in Tarpon Springs. The film marked the first starring role for attractive Robert Wagner, then age 23, the future husband of Natalie Wood and Jill St. John. At the time, Wagner had appeared in supporting roles in Let's Make It Legal with Marilyn Monroe, with A Song in My Heart with Susan Hayward and Titanic, with Clifton Webb and Barbara Stanwyck, Terry Moore, Wagner's perky 24-year-old co-star had recently been nominated for the Best Supporting Actress Oscar for Come Back. Little Sheba. Oscar and I met her last year in Los Angeles. Now that's really another story. Attractive Mexican-born Gilbert Rowland, 1905-1994, played Greek-American sponge diver Mike Petrakis. In 1926, he played Armin in Camille opposite Norman Talmadge. With the advent of sound films, Rowland frequently appeared in romantic lead roles. Film and television actor Peter Graves portrayed villainous rival Arnold Dix. Graves was best known for his role as Jim Phelps in the CBS original television series, Mission Impossible. He was also the brother of James Arness uh, from the long-running television series, Gunsmoke. And he also starred in some other films, uh, comedy as Airplane, and also the sequel to Airplane 2. According to the studio production records, while filming at Tarpon Springs, Robert Wagner nearly drowned. 
when he was accidentally kicked in the stomach by another swimmer. According to the Hollywood Reporter review, the film was shot entirely on location in Tarpon Springs and Key West. But a May 26, 1953 Hollywood Reporter news item noted that the final underwater scenes were shot in Nassau, Bahamas. The underwater scenes were shot with the use of a specially designed French underwater camera called the Aquaflex. Some of the film locations that were filmed in the Tarpon Springs were Cicadia Cemetery, which is located at 1021 East Tarpon Avenue, just east of Highway 19. And they also filmed on location at the Sponge Exchange at 735 Dodecanese Boulevard. Features heavily in the film. For many years, divers harvested sponge and sold them in the exchange. Unfortunately, a blight possibly resulting from red tide attacked algae in 1939 virtually killed the sponge beds. Around the same time, the synthetic sponge was introduced. This combination eliminated Florida's sponging industry today. The exchange is an outdoor shopping mall with specialty shops, restaurants, and a gathering area for concerts and events. Many scenes feature the docks and shops along the Otakanese Boulevard, including the ones clustered around the Sponge Exchange and the St. Nicholas Boat Line building, which is now a gift shop. The former boat line at 693 Dodecanese Boulevard still offers sightseeing tours, but the building is now a gift shop. You can view online color home movies of Robert Ragnar. We are going to post those in the app today uh, so that you can actually go and look at them. They'll be in the info section. Another thing that's really unique about the Tarpon Springs app is in the info section. You can actually watch this movie inside the app. Uh, it's, it plays inside the app, so feel free to download the app and go to the information section and you'll see a tab for the Beneath the 12 Mile Reef. You'll also see the tab for the home movies that were filmed behind the scenes and you can see all the stars and actors interacting together back in 1953 in the spring. Also, that was one of the um, locations that were in the movie was currently Currents. Uh, is a fine dining restaurant at 200 East Tarpon Avenue at the corner of South Stafford Avenue next to the former Tarpon Springs train depot. Um, I've eaten there before. It's a great restaurant, but it was also one of the locations where the bar scene uh, was filmed. Uh, the local bar there was used in the movie. So you can drop by there and see the scene. I asked you to watch the movie because it's really an actually interesting movie to, to see the history of Tarpon Springs, but also the history of the sponge divers. And it's a great little plot, it's sort of based on a Romeo and Juliet um, kind of theme movie, which is really interesting. Uh, some gossip that was going on during the time back then, uh, during filming the movie, was, you know, Terry Moore uh, was also found out at that time she was pregnant with Howard Hughes' baby. And one of the things the studio did to Robert uh, Wagner was they released that, you know, Robert and Terry were an item and that they were gonna be engaged. And uh, at this point, Robert was very mad at that because he was dating Barbara Stanwyck. But the studio had put that out to uh, silence any of the, you know, the information that was getting out that wasn't real. So you can see that the studio was putting out information that wasn't real at the time, um, which is a very interesting story. Um, one, one thing I recommend that you read uh, Robert Wagner's um, memoir because he, he discusses a lot about filming the movie during that time and uh, some of the things behind the scenes that were going on. 
one of the things that the film that we put into the um, app is these behind the scenes, which is what I like about it is that you can actually see Tarpon Springs and what it looked like back in 1953. And it's amazing to see all the sponge boats at the docks that were back then uh, working in the industry and everything. Um, so when you watch the film, uh, just be amazed. And uh, it's wonderful to go back out and go downtown into the Tarpon Springs sponge dock area and look at the locations. You can see the buildings, you can see the water, what's across the uh, the water uh, from the sponge dock and uh, you can see buildings that still exist today uh, that were there in 1953. Uh, the movie made about 3.5 million dollars at the box office at the time. That was a very good amount of money to make. Uh, overseas it equaled the same. It made, it made about you know 12 million, about 12 million dollars over, over time over the history of the film. Uh, the plot you know was about a Greek American sponge fisherman which was uh, Mike Petrakis, who was portrayed by Gilbert Rowland, his son Tony, which was played by Robert Wagner and the crew on board uh, the return home to uh, Tarpon Springs after a disappointing fishing expedition in the Gulf of Mexico. They are greeted by Mama Petrakis and Tony's sister Penny, Angela Clark and Gloria Gordana. Waiting for them at the dock is moneylender Demetrius Sofotis, uh, eager to receive a payment for his investment which he wasn't able to get because it wasn't a great uh, expedition that they went out on, the Helios returns to the dock with a profitable catch from sponge fishing in the dangerous 12-mile reef. At the Greek Orthodox Church, where the Epiphany Festival held on boats anchored in the bayou, Tony retrieves the golden crucifix thrown into the water by the Archbishop and receives a special blessing for himself and his family, which this tradition still goes on the day and it happens in January. And if you're in the Tarpon Springs area at that time, you should go and experience it's a wonderful experience it was done this year uh during the covid um, um, crisis that we had and uh it was a small crowd and everything but it was broadcast live on the internet and i'm sure you can go today and, and look on the internet and see the um the festival being um in its real time what was going on down at the park and everything with the church and the diving in for the cross so this week you know take some time go back in history watch the film it's a wonderful film uh, i've watched it a couple times and really enjoy it i enjoy just being able to see the history of tarpon springs uh in the area and also seeing stars that are still alive today and some have passed away but uh to see robert ragnar in, when he was 23 years old in one of his first feature films and to be honored that they filmed it here in tarpon springs so we don't want to forget our history here and uh what went on in Tarpon Springs back in the day, and especially for our kids that may not know even this film exists, show it to them so that they see that Tarpon Springs was, uh, you know, featured in a major motion picture that was uh, shown worldwide. And today you can still see it. If you go to YouTube, you can Google and see it. If you go in the app, you can actually see the film. Um, and it's just a wonderful old film and uh, you will really enjoy it. So that's our podcast for this week, talking about a little history of uh, Tarpon Springs. And uh, enjoy your week. It's Easter weekend. It's going to be a beautiful weekend with a little bit of a cool down a little bit, which is nice. You know, I, I don't mind the cold weather a little bit, but uh, next week I'm sure we'll be warmed back up. So tune in next week for another great episode of the Tarpon Springs podcast and uh, enjoy your weekend holiday and happy Easter.
Thank you for listening to today's episode. This is the Tarpon Springs Podcast. If you have any information you'd like to get on the Tarpon Springs Podcast, please email us at info at tarponspringsapp.com and we'd be glad to uh, let our listeners listen to your information on, uh, on our episode. So we want to thank everyone for listening today and good day. Thank you.